0: Today is a performing arts themed day. Very exciting. Because if you look at the history of Central High School in regards to musicians and Academy Award winners, again, a downtown high school that not only is really good academically and not really, and really good athletically, it's also really good in performing arts. And that takes a lot of people. And there have been a number of people that have played a role in regards to Central's music and instrumental and drama portions and, and playing that very important role of making sure the downtown high school is as good as anybody can be because I do know if we're not the best we're working to be the best because I know that was these guys themes so today we are going to be talking to Bob McMeen, Bob who was department head for the music right from yes. years
1: from 70 to
0: 88 1970 to 1988, and then Pete Wilger?
2: Uh, 93 to 2018. Okay, so we're
0: talking almost 50 years of experience. They also spent some time, I think, Bob, you were only with, uh, well, we'll talk about that, but let's get started. A little background about you, Robert McMean. Where'd you come from? Yeah, school, how'd you end up at Central? Where'd you start before Central?
1: Hang on. Uh, I grew up in Northeast Lincoln, and uh, went to Lincoln Northeast High School, and attended Nebraska-Westland, and uh, there. uh, (laughs) One of the Plainsmen, right? Right. And uh, that's where I grew up. I worked with a few boys' teachers that taught me how to be a gentleman. So that helped me a great deal. And uh, I was very happy to be, to find a job at David City, Nebraska, David City Public Schools, teaching K through 12, my first time out. <laughs> Frankly, I really, uh, as far as K through about six, I didn't know what I was doing, but they loved it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we just went for it, and it was just a, ego booster to walk in the room and everybody go, oh, Mr. McMean's here. And so we did a lot of fun things. Went from David City to York, Nebraska, and had five years at York teaching uh, junior high and high school vocal music. Enjoyed it a great deal. We had a nice program there. Uh, And then uh, I began to feel the need to maybe look at some other schools. And uh, I did uh, stop by Lincoln and talk with them and they offered me a junior high and I thought I'm not a junior high teacher. And so I went on and thanks to Cliff Dale and a few other guys that had been in York and were now in the Omaha Public Schools, I was hired and placed in Central High School in the, dream job for any call director. Uh, Loved it, loved it. It Felt overwhelmed a little bit at the beginning, but uh, thanks to the students, uh, I managed and uh, they brought me along. One other person that I have to mention now was uh, Pat Allender. Pat Allender and I, yes, yes. We worked together for twenty years, every day, uh, almost every day. Once in a while, one of us would make, miss. I have to talk about when Pat Allender would miss, and the acapella people would walk into the room, and more than once I heard, "Oh no, Mrs. Allender is gone." My piano skills are just awful, and uh, so. We work on parts and that sort of thing. But anyway, Pat Allender uh, was my mentor, uh, really. She, she was just there. We became a team. I didn't have to say, Pat, I wanted to go like this. All I did was with my hand suggest what we were gonna do. And she was there. So I can't praise her enough.
2: How about you Pete? Background? Yeah. So I'm a Bryan grad and somehow I ended up here at Central. Right? So yeah. And I went to UNL. I graduated from UNL. I got a job at UTAN, Nebraska. So I was the five through 12. So I didn't know that. You know, I did all the instrumental five through 12. I learned a lot of that job. And then I got the opportunity to interview with Doc in the summer of 91 and I got hired at Central High School. And at that time, it was myself, a, a vocal teacher, and uh, Peggy, and Larry Hausman. Those of you who might remember. So that was, and we were the music and the uh, drama department. And then as it kept going and going through administrations and stuff, because there was actually a lot of administrators. I think you were there. Uh, was Doc the only? He was the only yeah. administrator I got to work with. Well, I don't know. It says something about me. I think I went through six or seven. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah. And so uh, as we kept going, we looked at combining the, the music and the drama department. That's where we came up with the performing arts just because we had to use the, um, you know, our program got so big that we had to use the stage every day and and things like that. So, and the nice part about it, the program grew because we, you know, I was the band orchestra, um, everything instrumental. And now you have a band director, an assistant band director, you have an orchestra director, um, you have a, a choir director, and a, full, a full-time assistant choir director, and you have a drama director. So the program has really grown a ton with with uh, students and everybody else. And I, I was there, and Pat Allender was there too. So that was that's quite a connection. So, and you know, I stuck around long enough that I just, you know, I had a great time. I really did. I just retired last year.
0: So a lot of those pictures you were part of, but you didn't get to live it. Right. Okay, so let's get into what it was to be that individual. You've mentioned Doc Moore I know, Bob, you not only were the music uh, chair, but you were also counselor. Yes. At Central High School. You finished your career as yes. head of the chair department, as I recall, is that correct?
1: Well, something like that. <laughs> I, to give you a little background, because I, I think I had more than one student say, why are you quitting uh, your choir director job? Well, I began to develop tenet, tinnitus in my ear, uh, ears, and uh, it became very difficult to hear people talk and speak, and particularly in 145. I want to come back to 145. Yes, we're going to get history. there. Okay. Uh, so I... I got a degree in guidance and counseling and was lucky enough uh, begging Doc to let me stay in Central. I did stay there. And then it was only about a half a year, a year later that he punished me by making me department head. And I know that it was part of a study, the Peter Principle study. I know it was because there it was. I had just gotten into counseling, and now as department head, and I loved it. I loved the people that were in the counseling department. Uh, I could have been a counselor my whole career, too, because it was very enjoyable. When I'm glad I wasn't, I, I, I could sit and talk about my wonderful experiences with choir members forever. Just the thrill of standing and watching the choir members come into the room was enough for me. There's so many wonderful personalities every year. So that's, I'll drop off for a while because you got your hand out there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Bob, I want to come back to you, but I want, Central is an acapella school. It is very traditional in how it approaches music now. Okay. And you see today a number of high schools who do show choir and they are kind of performances <laughs> and you know, and, and, hey, I'm all about a cappella, dude. <laughs> uh, how did this come about and why does this continue to hold? Because when you hear Brian talk so passionately and our kids still talk that way, I know Ed is a got a daughter who's very involved in the vocal and had it in the instrumental, which we'll get to, but. Talk about the acapella style, where it came from and why it's
1: such an institution at Central. Well, I wish I could remember names. Peggy, you may have to jump in here. But back in the 30s, in my memory, uh, not my memory, but historically, I looked it up. (laughs) I was a fantastic nationwide, respected call director, created the concept of the Acapella Choir, and it truly was an unaccompanied Acapella Choir. And it grew, and now, Peggy, I can't remember the call director you had. Elsie Hal Johnson. Elsie I just couldn't get it out of my mind. Elsie did a fantastic job of continuing the Acapella Practice and building on it. And then uh, between Elsie and me, uh, there was. Uh, Rod Walker. Yeah, Rod Walker. And, and I'm getting there, but anyway, Rod Walker and a gentleman that went to Westside. He'll come to me in a moment or two. Anyway, everyone just chose to keep that approach to choral singing. We all chose to keep the large choir, the traditional, I don't mean to get into anything here, but Western European-type choral music. We also look for other arrangements, and I would say that I was lucky enough to have a student-teacher who was fantastic at doing gospel, and he taught some gospel, and my friend, I gotta mention her now. Lily Frey, Frey, Johnson, was a counselor at Central and she would come down and teach gospel uh, for me so that we would have that experience. Because you know, anybody that had me, you know, I would just murder. So I just stayed away <laughs> from so. Anyway, Lily Faye was a, Lifesaver and when I went into counseling, she was a counselor. So
0: Pete, we kinda had an interesting discussion in regards to the band. Mm-hmm. And I learned some things yes. from you. That maybe the band was not in great such a great position than mm-hmm. when I took over. And I know it wasn't because Doc wasn't giving you guys plenty of money, because I knew uh, he was lavishing dollars on performing arts, as I recall. <laughs> when he'd asked for the rebate at the end of the year for the fifty dollars he gave you to run the department, <laughs> where's that forty-five? I want it back. Um, talk about the talk about band when you came to Central and where you
2: left it at the end of last year. Yeah. Well, when I came in, I saw the numbers, and there were about eighty and uh, eighty students in the band, and there were about twenty students in the orchestra. 2022, and um, I don't know. I I showed up and I walked in. There was like a hundred the first day, so I don't know. Maybe they just thought they wanted to find out what I was. <laughs> but, Probably but, the
0: guidance department. Yeah, <laughs> we yes. put them all in there. That's
2: right. <laughs> just <Yeah>. keep quiet. <laughs> so and that just kept growing and growing. But you know, Central had a great tradition of orchestras, and the, you know, and this is this is history. Right. But back in the '60s, they had a lot of times the. Um, Orchestra director was the Youth Symphony con- conductor. I don't know if you knew that. And so, you know, there was a great orchestra, orchestral tradition that was born there too. And that's that's part of it too. So, and then the last year, our, my last year at Central, we had 92 students in the orchestra and 140 in the band. Wow. So which is the largest band in orchestra. And,
0: yeah. and then then we had uh, 75 guitar
2: students because we added that to the curriculum too, so yeah. Yeah, so we definitely needed that that addition, that's for sure. You added teachers too. Yeah, and that's what I mentioned also too, that we were able to do that through administration because there was just two of us, you know, at the beginning of it, and now there's uh, four and a half. So that makes a huge difference for the students. And I I do want to mention, and Bob talked about this, but we talked about this last uh, week, that that whole department, especially when you're talking about roadshow and musical, you got a family thing going on. I mean, you might have families within the, the band and orchestra and, the, and choir, but then when you came together and did those big performing arts things, you know, everybody was pulling for each other. So that was really a cool, cool thing to be a part of because the musical was huge, always huge. And then roadshow, you know, we're the only ones that do that roadshow. So <laughs> that's, that's a unique part of that. So let's
0: talk about those events. So you guys do a musical. You have certain concerts that you do. You have road show. You have spring play out of the drama department, as I recall. What were the favorite events? What were the not
1: so favorite events? Oh, they were all favorites, right? Yes, that's, well, really that's the problem. Um, I, I enjoyed all of them. I didn't particularly enjoy the long evenings when you got down to the last week or week and a half, and we mm. were there till nine o'clock or so, and uh, wondering if things would ever fit together. And uh, But otherwise, I enjoy them all. And Rose Show, over the years, some, some of the acts in Rose Show still blow my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna to go to one. When I, so early on in the 70s, someplace, ROTC originally had, had road show. But there was an ROTC group, at Mar, what do I want to say? Anyway, Precision Marching Group. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, it? they just amazed me. I was agog. I, they would stand at corners of the stage throw the rifles over their back, and the guy at the other corner would catch them over his back. Now, how they did that, I don't know, and then they went to Blue Lighting, and it was just fantastic. But anyway, that was one of the dancers, I saw so many wonderful dancers, and we've had performers that went from road show and from Central mm-hmm. to professional careers. Oh, yeah.
2: And the other part of that too was that it was such a cross-section of the students especially as when I was around doing this because you get kids from Nepal and Nepalese dances and you get you know you get gospel choirs you get people playing classical instruments uh, dancing um, rap I mean it was just rock such bands. A, yeah rock bands there's such a cross-section you really got to see that whole, that was a snapshot of Central right there. And you got to see, you know, the choir sing or the jazz band play. So it was a really unique experience that—that that is truly central, yeah, truly central. So let's go, uh, as we get kind of down here to the bottom of these questions
0: and we never get through all of these, but I do want to hit this part because you guys were both department chairs. And a lot of people don't understand the significance of the department chair. I started my career as a department chair at Central High School. In many ways, it's almost like being a mini principal. You have a number of staff who work for you, you are responsible, you have to budget, and you have to account. And so, as a department chair, I know what it was to be in business marketing. What was your take as being a department chair of the music department? Performing arts department because I think Pete, you were the one who kind of included the other pieces in that. I know you got to work with
1: the principal, the assistant principals, the schedules. Can you speak to some of that? Well, as far as being the music department head, I was not the greatest. I went to all the department head meetings and I kept track. And of course, when we were working, we usually had maybe four people in the whole music department. I sometimes would have uh, someone come in and assist and take the junior choir, et cetera, and had some fantastic people in that regard. But Pete would tell you, I didn't go down to Pete and say, we're gonna have a department head meeting, What, what is your concern? If we didn't talk to each other during our friendship moments, I would just attend, speak up for the performing arts department, and uh, let it go at that. If there was some concern, I would hope they would come to me.
0: Okay, before you go, I want you to address something we talked about, which is one of the real challenges of performing arts. It's a very expensive program. Mm. It takes a lot of money to operate this situation. And you mentioned that that was one of the biggest issues you had in regards to that position.
1: The only only time I dreaded going into Doc's office was to go in after the musical and explain why we didn't make money.
2: And uh, there
1: was, you just go through all the expenses of putting on a musical and it's hard to make money. Uh, even when I gave him reasonable <laughs> ideas like well it only cost us four or five dollars for every person in there so you take that all the orchestra and the stage yeah. crew and the, this and that a lot of people. Doc didn't buy that <laughs> so uh, that was a kind of a Bob 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 moment and then <laughs> we, we went on but that was the only time I have to say now, Doc was just a fantastic principal, and I was lucky enough to be with him for all but one year. When I started, I had one year with J. Arthur Nelson. And
0: you uh, just... I bet you didn't lose any money that year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. And that was a different era in a way, but anyway, I went with him just once, and it was just to find out if I had enough guts to sit and
2: talk to
0: him. <laughs> Pete, how about you?
2: Um, you know, as we kept going through the years, and it is, you know, the, the vocal department, probably not as much because you got to buy those instruments. They get really expensive. I mean, you can spend 10, 15 grand on one instrument. So that's a lot of money to spend on, you know, and to justify it and be able to work with that. And OPS did not have a de- depreciation schedule. So if they bought a baritone in 1967, that baritone was going to last forever. (laughs) That was, honestly, yeah, yeah. So, so, or whatever, you know, insert instrument. So we had to be very creative and, you know, uh, work with them. And Doc was able to get me some help with, uh, when we had an orchestra, he was able to get that. So he was the beginning of the staff help. And then we kept going through and really the, I was there when the foundation really got started, you know, in the late '90s, so I was able to see the, the I was able to read the benefits of that, because uh, uh, Jerry's not here today, but he called me in this office and said, you know, you made a wish list. How would you like to, you know, it was, it, you did a great job. And I don't want to get too far into it, but it was a, you know, a six-figure wish list, and we were able to grant that in the early 2000s. So that was an amazing moment for me. I was just like, okay. You know, I can just, do this yeah yeah and then the other administrators you know help us get uniforms I mean I remember Keith we were getting ready to play for the Nebraska Music Educators and we were trying to get our new uniforms we were up for it and literally Keith <laughs> calls the uniform guy and tells him hey we need to have it at this point and we got it two weeks before we we had to play because we didn't want to go out there and you know he wasn't going to do it he? no no I do remember that so, so you know the neat about part that. about it is that you have you know, I do want to mention this. Students don't necessarily come to Central. I am not naive to think that students come to Central for the music or the drama. It's because of the high academics. And most of the time, the kids that are the smartest are in music and drama. They really are, or the arts. They just, it's just a high correlation. So those students would come to us and the, the parents would be really supportive. I got a great um, rapport with uh, our band parent organization all through the years. And Doc helped get that started with me. And I just said, and he just let me run with it. And that, and then the community itself valued the arts. So, you know, it's a great place to be and spend your career because you knew people got it. They wanted to be able to be a part of something that was that was great for their students, be a family. Cause I did talk to Keith about this. Kids come from all over the city, you know, when I talk to my colleagues out in the suburbs, yeah, that kid knows when he's in sixth grade, he's gonna go here for middle school and then he's gonna go here for the high school. Well, you talk to a kid in OPS and the, you know, I don't know where I'm gonna go to middle school. now. I don't know where I'm gonna go to high school. So you have to create that that family within the department. So the upperclassmen with, you know, I always talk to them about creating that, you know, a mentor and, and the cult of, of Culture. culture, culture, yeah. Well, maybe a cult sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <Yeah>. was rumors <laughs> yeah.
2: But you know, to get you to the, to get everybody to buy into it, because that's part of the. I remember Ed telling us, "It doesn't. You don't care how much you know. You need to know how much you care." And that was something that uh, the kids always knew when they were in our park. I want to add to what
1: you just said. I remember years. When my acapella choir membership ranged from north of 680, south, entered way into the South High School District, out to 144th Street on the west, and then, of course, uh, the Dundee Benson area was a very good area for us. So it was just wonderful. And again, it's like Pete said, we all came together. We shared music. We stood together to, re, to warm up. We sat on the edges of our chairs. Even when we went to All City and nobody else sat up on the <laughs> edge of our chairs, the Central High students sat on the edges of their chairs because that was the best way to sing. And uh, it was just a wonderful, Melting of wonderful people from all over the city. Well, you can tell
0: we've been pretty lucky. Got a couple of passionate, and, and it continues today. Sarah Cowan, if you've met Sarah, and obviously the Bomas are there, and, and, and you know, we have Peggy here. and I mean, it's just a tradition that the performing arts are something critical in regards to the success of the overall individual. Uh-huh. It's recognized. We understand academics are what draw kids to central, but. It is that well-roundedness, uh, and you gotta have great people that deliver that. Before we get this finished up, you guys got it. I told you your assignment. Now, Brian, you did get a four, which is the highest than the standards-based grading you could get. In fact, somebody wants to publish that. So uh, congratulations, you did well. We'll see if your former mentors to your mentor, who to your wife, uh, can do as well. I asked you guys to think of your best it could be in the music room, it could have been something that happened, it could be a Doc Muller story, a Jay Arthur story, a, an Ed Bennett story.
2: Uh, <laughs> Keith Diggsby's? No, not, I told you that. So, give
1: us your best story. You want to go first Bob? First of all, I want to touch on a 145. When I got to Central, 145 was the old auditorium with old seats in the back and it slanted down like this and the director and the pianist sat on a little stage up front and the singers sat in wooden chairs slanted down towards the bottom of the air. So thanks to Doc, the two of us got together and said, this is what we should do with this room. And This uh, was before musical. Well, yeah, so I didn't have much power after the musical, but, uh, (laughs) no, (laughs) we, we, I told him what I wanted. He brought in, uh, an architect and created 145, which at the time was the finest choral room in the city of Omaha, no doubt. It was just excellent. Acoustics, by chance, happened, and, uh, we had everything we needed there. Now, my last story. Doc, are you listening? Okay. When I was in counseling, I, as I said, Faye Johnson was my friend and we'd talk often. And she said to me one day, you know, Doc called me in and said, Faye, you are always late. And I said to Doc, Doc, well, you've got a problem. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Never did get rid of that problem.
2: <laughs> she was a good problem. Yes, she um, was. A couple of fondest, my fondest memory, really, is when they opened the stadium in 2005 because that, that whole thing took from like 2004 to 2005. I don't know if you realize it. The Heritage Foundation was part of that and they helped, they just helped with the opening. So here's um, Tom Osborne, right? Ben Nelson was there. Um, it's, it wasn't, uh, no offense to our athletic people, it wasn't a game that you opened up the stadium. It was an opening of the stadium and it had been raining and thunderstorming and we're in the auditorium waiting and Susie, Susie is there and Warren is sitting in the, the auditorium, just waiting patiently. And Susie's on the phone and she comes to me and says, hey, I just called Bill Ramby and he says, we're gonna have an opening. And literally <laughs> in, the, in the, a break in the weather. And so we're all getting ready to go down to the stadium. And that's just, you know, we were doing that with the UNL band we got with the UNO band because we have been off the field for three years, you know, we had the 35 portables, those of you who might remember that, over in the Jocelyn parking lot, and just, it was just something else. So here we have this brand new stadium, the UNO band, you know, it's raining, and we get the break in the weather, and we're marching down. And Sharon Smith, um, who was the assistant choir director at that time, just had tears coming down their eyes, because the band's, uh, you know, cadencing down, and it was just an amazing, amazing moment in Central High School. And then just, just something else that was really um, cool that you should know about, I don't know how many of you know this, but in 2015, the music department was recognized as an exemplary program by the Nebraska Music Educators, okay? 2016, Ed was recognized as an uh, uh, arts supporting principal, Okay, by the Nebraska Music Educators, outstanding principal. In 2017? Yeah, 2017. Sorry, I was lucky enough to get the Nebraska music, music Educator of the Year. So that was like three years in a row. That was you guys, your support that made that happen. And the people around. So they finally shut us down. I don't think we got anything this year. No. Yeah. They were not real happy because we had swept for three years. So those are a couple of really cool memories of Central High School. And it was. It's all because of the you know the alumni, the amazing energy that you have in as a school. Really, it's.
0: So my favorite moment, and it was the same favorite moment, and it still brings me to tears, is at the end of the uh, senior recognition when the acapella choir comes up. And, and I believe it is, may the Lord, Brian, help me out. John Rodgers, may the Lord bless you. Uh-huh. If you've never heard that, sung by High Brian Acapella, it is just unbelievably moving and it, I every year as I'm a part of this whether I was principal or teacher or department head or a parent would break down in tears it makes me cry just thinking about what I think Brian talked about that the uniqueness of this institution in regards to its tradition that there is nothing like this anywhere in this country left there are no more downtown high schools they don't exist in a comprehensive open enrollment format where anybody can come. And that the reward is that if you give the effort, if you give the energy, if you give the passion, Mm -hmm. the return will be a lifetime membership in a very special community, which is Central High School. And the Eagles. So let's give these two gentlemen a round of applause. They truly are Eagles. And I believe this passing period is over.